0: SAFM values your views. Be an active citizen. It is 14 minutes now after 4 o'clock. We're in conversation next with Michael Louis, chairperson of the Independent Candidates Association. So the Constitutional Court has dismissed um, the Independent Candidates Association's application to declare the Electoral Amendment Act unconstitutional. The Apex Court found that the organization failed to make a case for a constitutional invalidity. The matter was brought before the court after the association lamented the fairness of the act to hear reaction to the court ruling uh, from the main applicant we speak to, Michael Louis, the chairperson of the Independent Candidates Association. Michael, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. What do you make no, of the judgment?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it's not always nice to receive a negative judgment. But obviously, um, we accept the judgment. I, I really believe in the apex court. And I really believe that the judges applied their minds. But um, as you might know, um, following this, um, the academic record of, of this act, It's very complicated, very technical. And there's certain parts of the judgment that I believe that the judges actually misinterpreted. And um, so as a result, um, I think what's going to happen is that the 2024 elections is going to be so important because uh, we're going to see what we've said to the APEX Court, that it could be that an independent candidate could get 67,000 votes and not um, make the threshold of 90,000. And the political party could get 45,000 votes. And the political party with 45,000 votes could become a member of parliament. And an independent candidate of 67,000 will not be a member of parliament. And so we believe that that's irrational and that, um, that political parties have got more rights than independent candidates. Yeah.
0: Well, as you saw in the judgment, they actually dismissed um, that argument uh, that was brought forward by Michael Atkins uh, and his analysis.
1: They did um, dismiss it, and that's why we said that I think they misinterpreted it. Um, It's definitely, it was tested by two actuaries. We didn't just take Michael Atkins' report. We had two um, actuarial reports that supported that. And I still believe those are the facts. Um, And that's why I said it will have to be proven in the elections to see what the outcome is going to be, if the judge's interpretation is correct.
0: Mm hmm. OK. And then the other part is the issue around the overhang Um, your proposal of the 350-50 split, um, whereas the act is going for 200-200 split. Again, um, the judges have rejected your rationale around this and they consistently bring forward this issue around the overhang. What happens in a case that you have an overhang? With the 350 50 split. Um, do you think that there was a correct um, interpretation of your proposal?
1: Well, look, I mean, in legal terms, there's always debates around these issues. I think, once again, the judges had it. Well, obviously, I'm the applicant, so we think they had it wrong because in overhang, it was always a maximum of one seat. And even in local government elections, in the structures, um, in the Municipality Structures Act, there's an overhang, and the, um, the municipality bill um, regulates how overhang will be dealt with. So the same in national, it's only a maximum of one seat, and we felt that the overhang can be dealt with by regulations or by statutory requirements. So we believe that the judges, again, um, misinterpreted it. But they based the um, arguments, if you read the judgment, on two things. The one thing is they said that they find that it is very difficult for them to interfere in the legislative arm of, of Parliament, yep. um, and which which um, is is a strong case. I think that's the one thing. And then the very big case that they're basing their judgment on is on the rationality case. And they believe that the bill and the split of 200-200 does pass the master of rationality. And so we have to respect their um, opinion about that, you know, um, that it does pass the master. Um, I would just like to conclude by saying one thing that I think is very, very important about this judgment is that if civil society didn't test um, the electoral act, um, there could have been a problem that any political party after the 2024 elections that weren't satisfied with the act, uh, with their results, I mean, could have said that the bill is unconstitutional, the act is unconstitutional, and then gone to the constitutional court. At least what we've done as civil society now, and definitely as ICA, we've tested this act. We know now that it's constitutional with the aspects that we raise, but not with the signatures. And I think that's a fantastic thing. And I think it's um, a very constructive thing that we did.
0: Okay. So with the judgment. Um... As it is, and the Act will now be used, of course, uh, to run the 2024 elections. Uh, what do you see the possibility is of representation of independent candidates in uh, in Parliament?
1: Well, I'm still very um, bullish that independent candidates need to um, to increase the fabric of um, of leadership in this country. We need new voices, new faces. <coughs> And I really believe that independent candidates mustn't be set back by this. So um, I think that we're going all out now just to prove that independent candidates have got a place in our democracy. They do, uh, people do want to directly nominate their leaders. And I think uh, independent candidates are perfectly placed for that.
0: Thank you so much for your time, Michael Louis, the chairperson of the Independent Candidates Association.